take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Take me out to the black. Tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and boil the sea. You can't take the sky from me. Like farts. <laughs> Welcome back to the Project Genix podcast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Timing. Alan Smith. Timing. <laughs> Along with. <laughs> I'm the other guy, Big Dave. <laughs> and I'm Barry. And on this episode, we are going into the black. Because you can't take the sky from me. <laughs> Jay! Wow. The man they call Jay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we are going to be talking about Firefly because it is the 20th anniversary of Firefly. And because yes. Fox Network sucks. We will get into that. Oh, yeah. Right. Evidently, so does Josh Whedon for killing off two of my favorite characters. We will maybe touch on the Whedon stuff at the end. If you really want to hear a more in-depth version of that, go back and listen to the episode that Ariel and I did about Buffy the Vampire Slayer because we really kind of got into some of that stuff. That jerk. Um, hey, Dave, you know how the Reavers clean their spears? They run them through the wash. Oh, too soon, dude. Too soon. That is, <laughs> that is way too soon. You fat jerk. Wow. Wow. I have not wow. heard that one before, but that, Wow. <laughs> I am a leaf Damn. on the wind. Watch how I soar. <laughs> Jerk. Oh, wow. That, wow. Man, we're less than two Man, minutes into this episode. Dave's already shots. That here. is, wow. Uh, I the don't know how to recover is, from that. Do you know who told that joke? Nathan Fillion sure, told I'm that sure, joke. I'm sure it was somebody in the cast, yeah. Um, All right, let's, let's go to the, the specs here. <laughs> By God, before Dave hurts me. So... All right. Uh, so, Firefly, the TV series. And this is the funny thing. When I looked this up, do you know what genre this was classified as? Space Western. Space Western drama. I can see that all. I, I can I, see all three of those. That's like, you, you basically, were there any dramas or any genres they missed? I mean, you could call this a comedy. You could call this all oh, kinds of stuff. It, it was it, definitely a comedy, It, it definitely too. ran, but... You know, and we'll get into when we actually oh, start yeah. talking about some of the episodes. I swear by my fl- pretty floral bonnet, I will end you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I stung a little bit. Oh, so, man. created by Joss Whedon, as mentioned. The opening thing, The Ballad of Serenity. It was recorded by Sonny Rhodes, but it was written by, by Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say, for a, what is it, 38 second song or whatever oh, yeah. it is, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there, the, there's when you the banjos and everything yeah. that, that that's in that is perfect. I mean, it's one of those things where you, as musicians, yes, just listening to the composition of oh, that yeah. thing is amazing. Well, just sonically, this entire show mm-hmm. had a lot of things going for it. We'll get into we'll that get into too. all that because because um, I got some stuff right. Yes, <laughs> original runtime was from September twentieth through December twentieth of two thousand and two. Fuckers, which means it only lasted fourteen <laughs> episodes, one season, but two of those episodes never aired. In the U.S., 
They aired in Europe, okay. but they never, but they aired, never in aired in the U.S. It wasn't until we got this nice, cool little box set right here. And right. The, first, <laughs> the first episode was not supposed to be the first episode. Uh, we'll we'll hold on, that. we'll get into it. So All right. It's, uh, so that is the, the basics on the specs. Do you want to go ahead and go into the cast, or do you want to start on something else? Uh, sure, let's go in the cast. All, All right. So... so Playing our hero initial like let's let's go with the primary cast and then we'll talk about some of the ancillary people. Oh yeah, there was okay. some there was definitely some. So okay, and the funny thing is initially on the writing when I did some research on this, they were originally only going to have five people on the ship, total, and they they decided to amp that up after I think the first or second episode. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, these these characters are too good. We're going to right, them right, right. So playing our hero. Captain Malcolm Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Captain Tight Mal. Pants. Captain Tight Pants. <laughs> Nathan Fillion, best known now from Castle and from The Rookie, among any number of other things. Yeah. A couple episodes of Big Bang Theory. True. Yeah. He was on Buffy. Playing. He was in, he's in Big Mouth. Yeah. He's, he actually plays himself on Big Mouth. Yeah. Well, he, he plays himself in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's He's been in a lot. Of, oh, he was in uh, Con Men with yes. uh, we'll get Con into Man that. with uh, Alan Tudyk. And he's been in a bunch of stuff. So. Alan Tudyk, if there was two of them. Oh, he was in uh, um, was it Two Guys, a Girl, and a Yeah, I was shop. about to say. He yeah. was in that that was too. like his first kind of big mm-hmm. thing that he did. So, But uh, yeah, Alan Tudyk, uh, you know, if there was two of them, he'd be Alan Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, that's uh, an old joke. That's so. um, um, I'm second, sure he's tired. Uh, second in command, mm-hmm. Zoe Washburn. Yep. Played by Gina Torres. Yep. Who is married to? Larry Fishburne. That's right. Ex-wife. Oh, they Larry get a divorce. Yeah, oh, back that in sucks. 2019, I think that it was. sucks. Uh, but she was also on the series 24. Mm-hmm. She was in Angel. She was in Angel season. as well. She's actually been, I, what was it recently I was watching? She was on. How to uh, Get Away with Murder, yes. I think. Now there was something else that like it really surprised me. I was like, "Oh shit, that's Gina, that's Gina Torres." Yeah, she's she's been working steady, um, playing her husband Hoban Wash Washburn, <laughs> who is the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be Mister Tudyk himself, Alan Tudyk, Alan who's Tudyk. currently acting in Resident Alien mm-hmm. yes, on Sci Fi Channel, which is amazing. My favorite, but my absolute but favorite. You're in for a good fonging. So. <laughs> My absolute <laughs> true favorite character that Alan Tudyk has ever played was Steve the Pirate. Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Yeah, that's Dodge true. That's true. My favorite. He was in Knocked Up. He was in Knocked Up. Um, he's been, in, dude. He was the voice of King Candy in. Um, um, yes, he was in, in Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, yeah. And the best is he had one of the best that cameos. Line. Him and um um, oh, what's his name? Um, um Jason Bourne. Um, um, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Him and Matt Damon had the oh. best cameo <laughs> That's in true. Deadpool 2. That's true. Dale That's and true. Tucker versus Dale Evil. Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Yes. That's a good one. He's been in a Tucker and Dale. He, was, he, was the, he was the robot in Rogue One. Yes, he was. And That's I can't right. Think of that uh, robot's speaking, name. Speaking of. Oh, and, De- I, and I know I said the line, but yes. A Knight's Tale. Yes. He was, you know. Yes. Oh, so, God, I forgot about it. That's what I say. He deserved a good fonging. Yes. <laughs> speaking of Deadpool, however, uh-huh. playing Inara Sarah. Who is a companion, which was a polite way to say she was a escort, prostitute. concubine, yeah, escort, whatever you want to call her. Uh, um, um, uh, what am I thinking of? Geisha is another. Uh, geishas aren't really. Was Mar- that's a whole other thing, and also, it, yeah. if we want to be culturally sensitive, that's a different culture. True, also. but along so the same lines. <laughs> uh, Bacarin. Who, Bacarin. Bacarin's which yeah. I had a huge crush. On. Oh, still didn't. Yes, oh. from Deadpool. My goodness. As well as from Gotham. 
Do you know who she's married to? And V. Uh, I can't remember. Who the, was the new version of V. Yeah, yes. she was in that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she played, um, um, oh, um, fuck, what was The that? evil alien. Yeah, alien. I'm trying to remember. Diana. Oh, Diana. Yes. That was yes. her name. She's married to uh, uh, Benjamin McKenzie. Really? Yeah. Which is that. really funny because, you know, he, you know, best known from the OC, yep. you know. She was on. How did I know he'd get hold an on, OC reference hold on. in this But here's the funny thing. Every episode. She was on a couple of episodes of the OC. Bitches. But they were never in scenes together. They didn't meet until they were on Gotham. So I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Playing. But yeah, I will get an OC reference in on every show if I can. So. Playing uh, Dave's Hero. And there's going to be another one. No, Wash is one of my favorites. Wash is one of your favorites. Yeah. But playing Dave's Hero... Is he a big damn hero? Jane Cobb. Jane Cobb's fun, but my two favorites were Wash and Shepard. True. Oh, Shepard Book. Shepard awesome. Book. You people uh, playing. You the, ain't got the, a whole lot, but what they gave you, I, well, you you took it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call her Vera. <laughs> Adam Baldwin. Now, Adam Baldwin has been in a ton Including of Chuck. movies. Including Chuck. He's it was in Chuck. Oh, he come on. In my Bodyguard. Well, my two listings that I have and, is My Bodyguard. And The Patriot. DC Cab. Uh, he was in The Patriot also. He was in The Patriot. Oh, I forgot he was in DC yep, Cab. He, was, he played uh, Albert Hockenberry. He's but, another one of those dudes that like... And let us not forget... And, uh, what was uh, the character from Full Metal Jacket? Uh, uh, mother. Uh, mother. Yeah. 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 He, he, Animal again, Mother. He's one yeah. of those dudes that like I'll be watching something. I'm like, oh, dude, there's that. that's Adam Baldwin. You just yes. like, I, I, I did not realize he was in this. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Playing yeah, he the, was great in Chuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Playing the ship's mechanic. Kaylee. <sighs> Jewel State. Yes. Kaylee Fry, Jewel State, made famous in Stargate Atlantis. After this. True. Yeah, that's, that's about the biggest thing she did yeah. after this. So cute. Playing yeah. Simon Tam, the uh, trauma surgeon and uh, of the first caliber, mm-hmm. top 3% of his class, mm-hmm. and brother to River Tam. Was an actor by the name of Sean Mayer. You know, I don't know him from a whole lot of other stuff. I know he's been in some things. There's one thing that everyone at this table is going to know him from, and it's the voice of Dick Grayson or Nightwing in every single Batman. Oh, okay, cool. Really? Yes. I know. Isn't he? Wasn't he on like Cold Case or one of those? Or something? Uh, I don't he's on know one of those shows. One. But you know, the big thing that I saw him in, outside of all that, was the. Um, Oh, is it much to do about nothing? Yes, that Joss Whedon did, yeah. and he brought back all of his cast. Yep, and he plays yeah. the he plays the villain, and he's wonderful. Playing, I was like, I never, I was like, dude, that guy can play a villain, like he can play one. So anyway, playing but, his sister, River Tam, River Tam, which you find out so much about Little River. She swallowed a bug. She did swallow a bug. <laughs> Summer Glau, Summer Glau. Yeah, all right, so played in, um, in the. Played the Terminator. She was in Terminator. She was in Dark Chronicles. She was also in Dollhouse. She was in. She was in Angel. She was in an episode of Angel. Yep. She's been in a ton of. She was on. Um. She was on Big Bang Theory. Yes. Um. Well, she's played herself in a lot of. Right. But she's also played. She was. What else was she in? But the biggest one was Terminator: The Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, as part of the main cast, playing Ron Glass, Shepard Book, Shepard Book, Shepard Book. The shepherd, also known as like a pastor, who strangely enough, very religious man, but knew a whole lot of like. Way all right, so we'll get into some gangsta, of that here in a little stuff. bit. We'll get that's, into a little bit. That's actually the prequel I want. True, is I want the played by Ron Glass, made famous in the TV Barney series. Barney Miller. Barney Miller. Yeah. <laughs> 
And there were several other... Here's the thing that I always remember about Barney and Biller, okay? Yep. There was that episode where the um, where the precinct got a hold of those pot brownies. Yeah. And yeah. he's sitting there eating them, and, and and Barney Miller, and Barney is like, what's going on? Where's And he's like, they're all high. Or he goes, he goes, what do you mean they're all high? He goes, how do you know? He goes, because I know what it feels like when I'm high. <laughs> he's got that big dumb grin on his face, <laughs> eating those brownies. And he's like, Barney Miller's going around trying to get the brownies away from everybody. <laughs> yep. That's Abe Pagoda. That's all I got to say. Abe Pagoda, yep. All right. Uh, so that's our main cast. We've had several people that do make reoccurring, <laughs> or reoccurring appearances in this. Oh. The biggest name is probably Christina Hendricks. Oh, Here is, Christina Hendricks. Yes. Christina Hendricks. This was the first thing most people probably saw her. True. Well, Saffron slash Bridget slash Yolanda. Yeah. We don't know what her real name was, okay? Do we really care? You know, I have a theory we'll get into in a little bit about her. Okay. Um, um, But yeah, Saffron. Yes. Or what did he call her? Saffy. No, he called her... uh, Oh, uh, uh, our miss... uh, No, 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 no. In that, that second episode that she's in where he calls her... Was it... Yosaf Bridge or whatever it is. He like puts, oh, all, three puts names all three names together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good Good Bible. Who are you? I'm Malcolm Riddle. I'm Malcolm Reynolds' widow. <laughs> so, the inspiration for this soap, the origin, and I found this Hold really on. interesting. Oh, go ahead. We're missing one very important person. Go ahead. The ship? No. Oh. Only in one episode. All right. Miss Melinda Clark. Julie Cooper knuckle from the OC, bitch. Oh, another one. <laughs> Yikes. Get out. Just just get out. Before, I was so rudely interrupted. Mm-hmm. Very rudely interrupted. And, and, and I didn't think about this when I watched the show, because I just remembered that this show was so just totally different than anything I had seen on TV before. Mm-hmm. So random. And it was really unique. And I was like, this feels very familiar. And I couldn't quite figure out why. Josh Whedon, Joss, Joss, Josh. I know it's not Josh, it's Joss. He said when he was developing this, his inspiration for this was the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah. The whole premise was that he wanted to write a story about people who had fought on the losing side of a war. Right. right. And what that felt like afterwards. Brown you know, boats unite. Exactly. You know, and the whole immigration thing things on the outskirts of civilization, everything falling mm-hmm. apart, trying to put your lives back together, having no idea what's going to happen from one day to the next. And when I read that after watching this series, I was like, that totally makes sense. You well, know? it's also, you know, Malcolm Reynolds has that line. I think it's actually in the movie Serenity where the the, uh, the operative says, you know, something to him about fighting on the fighting on the wrong side yeah and he says i may have fought on the losing side but i'll never believe i fought on the wrong side yep yeah that's from that movie that, that's, yeah while they're in the basement of yeah. mr universe's yeah. place which i mean you know it's just i never thought about it from that concept that this is this was this was such a weird twisted movie be, or series because it was sci-fi mm-hmm. meets but it was a western western yeah. meets historical well it was you know, you know it's Drama. The thing that so that, that most most shows like this would have done was there would have been aliens. Yep. In this universe, there are no aliens. No. Like, well, the whole premise is that they've discovered this whole another set of this whole well, universe. They, well, well, they here's terraform, the deal. They, terraformed, they terraformed it. Yeah. They, Earth, as they say in the show, Earth that was was uninhabitable. So they went out and they found another solar system and yeah. terraformed planets for for people to go to, to basically move them there. Right. 
And each one of those terraform planets had its own challenges. Yes. Due to the side effects of terraforming. Right. Yes. And, and there's there really yeah. different races of people, but different No, but there classes. were different there there, yeah. there were different classes, but there were also different cultures yes. of people. Let's put it that way. Yes. That's the best way to say it cuz and it's also one of those things that, you know, we get the whole integration of of the east and the west, you know, cuz there's a lot of Chinese in uh, language Chinese, as well Japanese, as well but there's a lot of Chinese language but yes. there's also a lot of Chinese like culture that you like the yeah. uh you know yeah like, a lot of the reds the, yeah well but but I'm talking about like you know uh, the feudalism uh, uh, the, uh, what's her name uh, Anara you know is is uh, Buddhist yes you know and it's one of those things where it's like it goes through and all that you know and like even Serenity's got the kanji on the side of you know and all that kind of yeah. stuff so it's one of those things where it's a uh, yeah you know it it there, it is this, mel- this melding of basically American and Chinese culture together. Now, the thing I love about it is that, and I know that you guys have seen all this stuff, mm-hmm. all the translation of the Chinese that they say is all just profanity. Yes, <laughs> and that's why they did it. Yeah, that was the way that, and, and this is one of the things that, you know, Whedon, Whedon does a lot of things really well. He does some things not so well, but, you know, this was something that I thought was brilliant. This was how they were allowed to curse I on... Also in rewatching this yes. caught something that I had never caught before. Okay. Oh. The favorite one of my new favorite insults. Oh God. The Q word is used in this at one point. Quim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that that we all know from it. the Avengers. Yes. Right. But that was right. like a mewling quim, which is a really nasty thing to say to someone yeah. and they use it on this show like I didn't catch it any of the times I had watched it before and then all of a sudden I was like oh wait, wait, wait. And I, I rewound it I was like yep that's that's exactly what he said yeah. so <laughs> so we're, we're going to touch on a topic that we don't normally touch on when we review like movies and TV shows and stuff like that because I just thought it was too fascinating and too interesting not to we're going to talk about the costuming for a minute oh god because you can tell in this <laughs> okay hold on I know you know this what Dave, the um, the alliance the alliances uh, soldiers uniforms. Yeah. What are they from? Well, they're from Star Wars. No, no, no. Starship Troopers. Starship they're, Troopers. They're yes. these. Oh, okay. <laughs> they so painted them a different color. I can see yeah, that now. It's a, yeah. And I that was kind of a running now. theme right. in this this whole show. They looked a little the, bit like the Imperial uniforms. That was so. the idea. They, yeah, but they wanted them to have that kind of sharp edge look to it. Yeah. But the thing that I thought was really interesting is a lot of this was recast. A lot of the 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 show, the props, the costumes, yes. guns, all that stuff was recast from either other shows or reused later on in the show yes. or in the movie. Right. But uh, the the biggest inspiration on this was like World War II, um, American Civil War, Old West, and feudal Japan mm-hmm. and China. Now, the biggest one that I thought was kind of interesting, do you know what the inspiration was for uh, Kaylee, her look? Mm -mm. There was two. Chinese communist posters (laughs) and Rosie the Riveter. Okay. I can see that. I I was about to say. both of those, yeah. Especially (laughs) Rosie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, do you want to get into the episodes? What do you want to do? All right, let's, let's There's do There's so we'll, much we can unpack on this. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be here a while. You've got a stack of stuff. I have a whole stack of stuff over here that we will get into. Uh, and I also have a whole stack of stuff that you cannot see here on the table that I will get into. Okay. Um, that I just discovered and 
Oh God, there's no I have telling. not had a chance to go through yet See, because the there's so is, much of it. This and, and most of the marketing materials and the the they the, got it all wrong. Well, not only did they okay. get it all wrong, it came out after the show was already off the right. air. Well, None of this here's stuff the came thing. out while it was on the air. There, there are two people. And Dave, whenever I gave you digital copies of this stuff, I don't yeah. know how far, and I did not realize it at the time, but. The movie was also in there. Not the movie. I gave you a copy of the movie also. Yeah. But in that folder for Firefly, yeah. In the there was another folder inside of that that I had not looked in. Actually, had the movie and all of like the special features. Off See, of that. I didn't. I didn't get in the special features. Also had the documentary "Done the Impossible" that came out in two thousand five. Right. Oh, really? And also had that Science Channel tenth anniversary special. Yes. Okay. Saw there. that. So I didn't all dig- that. Inf- so I've watched all of this stuff. <laughs> I didn't, dig- which I had seen down. before. You I know, went but back and watched rewatched all the episodes. Yeah, I did. I watched all the, the episodes in the movie, and then I watched those two things, and I even read some of these comics that are sitting over here. <laughs> I didn't get all the way through them because I've read them before, yeah. but I was kind of going back. It was a little much. Some but, of them are really good. Some of them are a little. We'll get into. It. Um, but uh, again, there was only 14 episodes that correct. were on this, and they and they showed. All right, let's just go into it. Fox fucked this up from the very beginning, big time. Okay, as as Fox was wont to do at the time, because there's another show that I really love that came out this same year. Mm-hmm. Um, that was only one season. They showed the episodes out of order, and they kept moving it around the dial, which they did to this also. Which one? And it was a show by some guy you might have heard of named Judd Apatow. It was called Undeclared. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great show. But Fox pretty much made it impossible to see okay. of just the way that they did everything. And the same thing with this. Yeah. So let, you let's, know? Let's, let's let's cut right to the chase. Like, even in the beginning of the episodes, you get the previously on Firefly. Right, right. And it was footage that you'd never seen before, yep. ever. Right. So right. there were multiple theories as to why this show was canceled. Because Fox is stupid. Well, Fox okay. is stupid on, <laughs> was very stupid on a lot of levels. We'll blame Rupert Murdoch on that Well, one. we can go through but a whole bunch of shows that they were stupid about. There you know? was several elements that just really screwed this show from the get-go. The first one, as you guys talked about, was the fact that they never showed the full run of it in order. Right. In the order that it was supposed to be. And to Dave's Correct. point, you know, you'd get those previews yeah. that never existed. Right. You know, the second one, do you remember how this show was marketed? Vaguely. I- I'll tell you this. I, I know did not, the, I know I the marketing was enough that I was excited about this show and I watched it premiere. They, I know I know that they marketed it as something completely different than yes. what it, it actually yeah. wound up being. I did not watch the show when it was on the air. It was after it was years later when a friend said, Really, you need to watch this. And I got the box set and sat down and just about plowed through it an entire night because this, I was I in. think that's how most so, of us watched that. It was no, some friend telling us. Not yeah. me. I caught this the first night it aired. Did and I, I I Friday night death slot. Yeah. They love Fox. Ever since actually, the X Files was successful on Friday night. Right. And then Subsequently, Millennium for a couple of seasons were successful on Friday night. Yep. They have been trying and desperately to try to launch something on Friday night again, and, and they it can't always do bombs. it, and they cannot do it. I so, was actually house sitting at a friend's house yeah. and ordered a pizza and sat there and watched that first night, oh. and then caught it every week after that. I'll tell you another. Ep- I'll tell you and, another show that came on this same season. Yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 this premiered that I love that I have the box set for in there that only lasted one season. Andy Richter. Fri- no, it was Friday night show. Right. Fast Lane. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. And they completely screwed that one up, so too. The, here's the reason why I ask about the marketing, okay? And this is no bullshit. I looked this up and watched the promo and had to pick my jaw up off the ground. When Fox tried to market this show, mm-hmm. they marketed it as a 
comedy mm-hmm. yeah. to the point where they actually have, and it's on YouTube if you can find it, oh, you can a find commercial it <laughs> previewing this show using the song Walking on the Sun by Smash yep. Mouth. Yes, they did. I cannot make that up if I tried. There, there is actually, a, that promo actually shows up in Done the Impossible. I was just like, I cannot believe that they would actually do something like that. By the way, I I, I stand corrected. There was one other appearance in this show that we have to make mention of. Mm -hmm. It was his first acting appearance. It was in, which episode was it? Oh, you're talking about Zac Efron? A 13-year-old Zac Efron made his acting debut in this series. He plays the young... uh, A young Mal. uh, Yeah. No, it's not Mal. It's um, it's uh, Tam. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Simon. Simon. It's yeah, young, Simon. It's Simon right. Tam. I did not realize that that was, that was yeah, Zach Zac Efron. Efron. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing what kind of research I do, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I mean, this was the kiss of death for this. And the thing got decent ratings. I mean, it actually did. Oh, by what they, with the ratings they got then that wasn't good enough would yeah. have been stellar now. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, it was ranked yeah. 98. Yeah. In uh, the Nielsen ratings, it pulled like 4.7 million right. viewers. On Networks the, would kill for that. Yeah, stuff I mean now, that so. was that was a decent. I mean, was it spectacular? Yeah. Was it over the top? No, it wasn't. But you wasn't look at what some of these other shows it after a season. No, yeah, well, absolutely. you know, but it's there are so many shows like you know, my so-called life, which is a show from the mid '90s. I absolutely love. Yes, they were pulling anywhere from ten to twelve million ep- uh, viewers per episode, and ABC said that wasn't good enough to give it a second season. Now that of course that was in ninety three or ninety four or whatever, right. it was completely different then. But now, that would be like the number one show in America. Oh yeah, you know, it's, oh, hands um, down. I mean, it's just it's mind blowing, and the fact that this show has such a cult following to mm-hmm. it. I mean, to this day, oh, I, I have dude. to wonder. You know, I will say this. Yes, I know. After I discovered, or I was was introduced to the show, which would have been about two thousand seven, I guess. So it was about five years after the fact. Okay. It's about when I saw it. Yeah, and uh, from then until about 2012, 2013, about the 10-year mark of whenever it replaced it, the Fuhrer was just, Mm -hmm. I've seen it wane since then. Not necessarily for anything that happened. I think it's just that the fans have gotten older and have other priorities yeah. and it's still really popular yeah but it's say, not as popular diet. as it you will was. you will still so. see brown coat I, yeah, die hard I get brown it coats, I get that you know, you know I've, I've seen I've met people that had serenity tattoo like the actual ship oh, yeah. tattoos on them in different hours or the logo the logo, the logo with, with the kanji yeah. yeah I mean I've seen I've seen plenty of that stuff and that's always kind of one of those oh or somebody wearing the uh, the hat the Jane Cobb I, hat, I would you know? love to have the Jane Cobb <laughs> I know I was like I I've a couple of times passed on buying one when I'm, I regret that yeah you know? um but yeah it's a I used to I wish I still had it I used to have a um it was a um, replica of the Chips Manifest. Oh, nice. Yeah, that uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I wound up selling well, it a little while back. But let's it was talk really about the ship cool, for a second so. here. because that, that's Firefly class. This yeah. was an impressive amount of time and build quality that went into the set for this. Because a lot of people don't realize that these this entire set for the ship was basically two pieces. Mm-hmm. It was one of the largest sets that they had made at that point that was a conducive set. It was cut on one side so you could get the side shots from people like crawling into their bunks and right. stuff like that. Yep. 
but you had the upper deck and the lower deck, and they were on two different sound stages. But that's the only difference. Yeah. Everything else was connected as one solid piece. Right. I mean, that's which makes of. for some great shots. Oh yeah. By the way, and so the I love that shots. And that stuff shot in the opening of Serenity mm-hmm. of the of the movie. That tracking shot yep. from the bridge all the way yeah. through to the uh, is amazing. Oh yeah, I, I love that. That that shot is amazing. So well, and we'll get was, to the movie in a minute. So. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Did something just fall <laughs> off of my Gar Ram ship? You don't crash my ship. My ship don't crash. Attention, passengers. There will be some slight turbulence and impossible death, like a leaf on the wind. We might actually crash this time. So you mentioned this earlier, Alan, and this is yeah. something that I think is, is really important to acknowledge. This is the first quote-unquote sci-fi movie show, mm-hmm. TV, anything like that that I saw that actually showed when they're getting shots of the outside of the ship. Zero sound. There's music. That's it. Yeah. There's like, you know, the there's, banjo there's no or effects. some kind of... There's no... There's no lasers. There's no, there's no thir- turbo blasters. There's nothing like because that. Because there is no sound that in space. That is the first one to actually acknowledge Dave, do you know why there's no sound in space? So no one can hear you scream. Do you know why there's no sound in space? Oh, okay. Scientifically, why there's no sound in space? It's a vacuum. Exactly. There's no air. Yeah. And you have to have air to make For sound. For reverberation. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a... And I thought you were let's be honest. Kind of no, 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 no. Dad joke. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> he was fighting the urge. Here's the thing. I said this at the time. I will stand by it for as long as I live. Battlestar Galactica owes every aesthetic that it has to the show. Agreed. Agreed. I remember watching well, Battlestar Galactica after it had been on a little while because people were like, you got to watch this. I'm like, and I had already seen this. I'm like, dude, they stole that straight from, this is all straight now, from Firefly. I've got to ask you know, this because I don't remember because it's been a few years since I've seen it. Didn't Space Odyssey, 2001 Space Odyssey, do the no sound in space with the external shots also? Uh, they, they took a few liberties with it, but they, I, for the most part. Most, right. most of the shots that Kubrick did of 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 like space station and that kind of stuff in space had classical music over top yes. of it but when dave was trying to get back into the ship yeah there is sound in the space you hear there. him talking you but know. it's not only that but it's also when he when he's going in of course you know, he doesn't have the the helmet yeah. on right. and he's trying to get into the airlock which he basically has to step out into space and into that yeah there is a lot of sound that would not be there yeah so i like it's, i said it's I had, very it's, close it's, it's very close it's, it's been a while since i've seen it that's I, the reason i was asking the question too, but i do remember that yeah. so yeah. most and, people with when they do a, a space shot like that you can hear like the little rumble of the engine something, something right, right. But yeah. no there is none of that no there is none. absolutely and, and, not. and they did that brilliantly um, i'll tell you something else they did brilliantly what's that um there's that episode of the, our Mrs. Reynolds where we meet, you know, yeah. Saffron or whatever, Saffy. where they're getting ready to go through that um, that elect that net. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, hey Jane, you you got Vero again. We need you to take a shot. He's like, I can do it, but she needs air. Yeah, which was wonderful. It's like, no, no, that's right. That they put it in. They put it in a. You got to uh, have oxygen. You got to have oxygen explosion. for the explosion. Yeah, yep. for the yeah. I was like, no, that's again. They did their work on this. So yeah, see, there, Vera, I there are no, you up nice, and you get to go places. I know, exciting. You don't, <laughs> and the whole thing is like, you know, you don't. I don't know. I guess they did have some kind of blasters or something for outer space. Well, when they were they, on the planets, yes. But, but they didn't have anything in, not out of Atmo. Because they okay, didn't really so. do no, that's much in the movie. You, I didn't think In the so. movie, you had the cannon when they went back through Reaver space. Yes. Well, that's right. And they even did. that. It Actually, was, you know. no. And 
that battle that, between the Alliance and the Reavers. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of firing going on there. Right. So yeah, that's so true. they did have, but laser. that was back in that was back in Atmo though. They were back inside no, the atmosphere. Not all of it. Uh, not no, all that's they, right because yeah. they came through the ion cloud first. All right, I know we're jumping way ahead here. Yeah, I saw the movie before I saw any of this. Like I no, went, like, that's the wrong. And see, and that was, agree, yes. and it was one of those things because I remember going to Blockbuster Video and it had just come out and they had a whole wall of them. You know, yep. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna go check this out. I knew nothing about it. I knew that it was based. I knew that it had something to do with this TV show. You know, right. that I had not watched. But I watched the movie and I liked it. Having having no context of it whatsoever, even then. That space battle, right. when you see Serenity come through the ion cloud, and like the operative's like, yep. look at those fools. They're coming straight at us. They're, what not, are they even doing? Changing They're not even changing course. And then all of a sudden, all those Reaver ships come in. Yeah. That is a badass shot. Oh, yeah. And that is, and like, he's like, fire, fire. Why isn't anyone firing? <laughs> so, yeah, the man I, claiming there's no such thing as Reavers. I know. You know all of a sudden, staring down the barrel. Target the Reavers, target the Reavers, target the Reavers. <laughs> so, I have to say, did you catch, there There was some some very subtle references and, and hidden gems in the series. Oh, they're all over the place. Star yeah. Wars and Alien references. I don't know if you caught these or not. In the first episode, mm-hmm. when Anara's ship is is docking, right. If you look in the back, there's one of the uh, the Imperial shuttles. Oh, really? It's behind oh. her. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought that. I immediately oh, caught that. Cool. I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. But the best one, um, and this shows up several times in the show, Han Solo and Carbonite. Oh yeah. There's they, uh, nice. uh, Joss Whedon had a miniature Han yeah. Solo and Carbonite made, and it it pops up in different places nice, around nice. the ship. I'm uh, sh- you can't have a show like this without referencing, referencing Star- that oh, yeah. Star Wars or Star Trek. Well, or and Philly yeah. the biggest and Han Solo alien. fan yeah, on the planet. So, yeah. a- um, the other one, as far as the alien one, I thought this was kind of cute. Um, in the pilot episode, during the opening sequence, when they're doing the Battle of Serenity Valley, mm-hmm. if you look at the side of Malcolm's gun, mm-hmm. there's a Whaling Yutani sticker on it. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> nice. Like, That's, nice. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, Oh, and you, you am I mistaken? I'm sure you probably have your notes here, but I remember hearing, and I've never gone back to really look, mm-hmm. but I remember hearing that in the Avengers, yes, during like the Battle of New York, mm-hmm. that Serenity is in there somewhere. So I haven't gone back and watched it. I'd heard that same rumor. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm not Which makes sense since Joss Whedon directed the Avengers. Well, you and know, Josh but Whedon yeah. like that yeah. in there too, you know, anywhere he could. Right. Um, but, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later on because even in later performances from any of these actors. They all have callbacks to it. There's callbacks Castle, to it. Castle, the, the whole, like, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. We'll get <laughs> to that. The space yeah. cowboy but costume. One of my favorite little back, you know, backstories on this and I know you've both watched well I know he's watched I'm not sure if you've seen it yet Dave or not the documentary on it do you remember what they used to say when they flubbed a line Mm -hmm. (laughs) he used to scream out Summer Glau's name okay (laughs) because initially like on the first recording she kept screwing up her lines and it pissed everybody off okay so her name became an expletive okay fair enough so they all of a sudden Summer and just go on to and they actually have a video (laughs) on one of them that shows all of them just continuously like flubbing a line and screaming Summer's name it was hilarious the how how are we going to approach this um talking about these i mean we only have 14 episodes to talk about i'm sure we're not going to go into detail on each one of them or maybe even talk about all of them but we need to talk about a few of them well bring them up 
do you just want to start with the first one? <laughs> the first one's called Serenity. It's yes. a two-hour pilot. You know, December twentieth, two thousand two. This was supposed to be the pilot. Yes. Yeah. It did not air until I think it was the last one it aired, wasn't it? Or um, somewhere close to it, anyway. Well, it, it aired in December twentieth. It was right. the last. I think it was episode, the last episode. But the show debuted with train the train, train job, job okay. which yeah. was September twentieth. Right, which is actually the second yes. episode of the show. Um, and you know, and it's the whole thing with that, with Serenity, the the the, the original pilot. They do a great job of setting up this world, right? Of this is you know. This is where we're living. This is what's going. It starts off with that the Battle of Serenity Valley, yeah. right? You know, and then them basically the war ends. You know, and it's a what's going on? Well, no, we were we were winning. What's going on? Like we, oh, and uh, you know, that's where it establishes Mal and Zoe as as army buddies, right? And we skip ahead. And they were, I think they were running, I forget what it was now. Of course, I, I haven't watched it. haven't been that long ago. And of course, my brought my Jane. They were doing a job. I think it went sideways or something. And so they're going, they decide they had to bring on passengers. Yes. And that's when we're introduced to, of course, we're, at that point, Jane and Kaylee and already. Inara are all on the ship yeah. already. Well, so you end up never, picking up Book. And yeah. they end up picking up Book and then uh, Simon. But yeah. they don't know they're getting and a River. Package. And a package, and then they also pick up another person. Yes, who turns out to be Alliance. Yep. Who, you know, is after Simon. Yes, River. and uh, um, it's a really well that hour and forty minutes, or however long the actual episode is, you know, right. of, of, of it is a really good introduction to setting up this world as well as the characters. Yeah, we know who right. all these characters are. We know what their jobs are on yeah. the, you know, we find out, you know, and there's stuff, and you also find out stuff like, you know, that's where Jane makes that really crass joke about Kaylee and Simon, yeah. you know, right off the bat. Right. And Mal's like, you don't talk about, yeah, you don't talk about the, the other crew like this and makes him leave the mess hall, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it's one of those things they establish early on. This is a family. Yeah. Even with you know Jane, who is <laughs> his his allegiance is tentative at best, you know, and that's <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say yeah. I'd say respect. Well, it was more, him being there is is more of a if a better offer comes along, I'm gone. Yeah, well, you know, that's what he ended up else. on the ship. I know he exactly. A, Malcolm made him a better offer than <laughs> the they guys. bought him out. Yeah. I know. I yeah, <laughs> I had to bunk with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get your private bunk and run to the kitchen. <laughs> Exactly, you know, and, and that's uh, and then when we get to that episode, you know, again, this is out of order, yeah. out of gas, you know, with the whole. That's one of my favorite. Where we episodes. start, we start twenty fifth. We start learning how everyone came to be on Serenity, right. besides the ones we'd already been introduced to. Yeah. That's where we find out that there was another mechanic before Kaylee. Yeah. Uh, that that wasn't as good as he said he was, and and, and she showed and him she, up. And she showed him up, and so Mal gave while her she's a job. Still, while she's pulling her knickers back. I know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Kaylee, man, she's... Kaylee, Kaylee is so horny. It's just like... <laughs> I love her. Well, I mean, you know... 
She had a thing for Mal. She had a thing for for Simon. She never had a thing for Mal. She totally I don't think she had a thing for Mal. She totally had a thing for Mal. No, I don't believe that. I think that Mal is. Think about it. The I only think other males the, are no, on that ship. He's Mal, the older brother. Mal is the older brother. There's yeah, no disagreements about that. I disagree. I, that no, you're completely. I, wrong. No, that's you're that is two to two to one. That 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 most definitely she. The scene where she's walking around in the dress with the parasol and he greets her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right there. She, the grin on her uh, face when he comes walking. No, she up. was happy to be there in the parasol because remember she was she was so happy like or she was remember she was looking at the at that dress in yeah. the window, and Mal being the 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 grump that he is is something like hey what are you gonna do wear that you know in the in the engine room that'd be like putting was it uh, what was it putting uh, something on a pig on a, or yeah or no it was on a sheep it was uh something yeah. or a sheep walking on its hind legs or something yeah. like that, and she got really hurt yeah. I mean, very. And so, oh, yeah. so when you go to that, and he goes and gets her the dress to go to the quote unquote yeah, shindig, like, since that's the name of the episode, <laughs> it's one of those where you know she's happy as everything to be there in this fancy dress and yeah. seeing all the the fancy oh, stuff. Oh, and look you know? at the chandelier. Yeah, I know. It's. I think I see your guy over next to the hors d'oeuvre table. Yeah, I know. I mean, she's just happy to be there. You know, right? Um, she doesn't get to get to no fancy parties. Well, but there's there's plenty of I, I think yeah that's that's definitely an older brother situation. With, I don't know with that. So, I, I can now Simon straight up no oh, she Simon, is she just was, she you know, yeah. Well, that, I mean when know. we get to the movie, you mean like sex? Yeah, you mean oh I'm gonna live. Oh I'm gonna live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and then that that at the end of it, whenever they're like you know they they like start making out. And then, and right. then River like is like watching like like what's going trying on? Trying to River trying to is it out. so great. You know they they really don't establish her until well into this show, and especially At in Serenity the, yeah. in the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, but it's one of those things where there's these little things that they drop from time to time, like um, when they are oh. Uh, well, when they pick up the cows, right? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. she's talking to like you know like oh uh, soul. What does she call them? It's uh something remember. sweet souls or whatever. It's all like yeah. she's like she's talking like she's basically telepathically talking to the yeah. cows. Yeah. You know? And then like when they're on um, when they go to um, the heart of gold, you know the with the to the whorehouse, right? And yeah, the, the one. Um, was it Nandy? I think her name. No, Nandy. Oh, no, 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 no. That wasn't that. What you're talking Nandy about? Was Linda you're talking about safe when they got kidnapped. No, no, no. Uh, and she's talking to the little girl. No, no well, there's that too. Anymore. Yeah, there's that too where she talks to there. She but, gets branded. But no, a I'm witch. talking about when they go to when they go to the to the because they call it a whorehouse. The whorehouse and the one girl is pregnant and she's like. She's like all like who's in there, you know? What I mean, like you know, oh, like right. you know, type stuff, yeah, you know. Okay. And there's all these little things where it's like River has this very inquisitive, like she sees things that other people don't, you so, know. I, and I, even to the point where, like, it won't, you know. And of course, we find out that she actually is psychic, you know, that that, that all this right. stuff. But you know, there's the that there's that one episode where I swallowed a bug. That's in the movie. Well, yeah. I know, yeah, but, but still, yeah, I, know. I that... swallowed a bug. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, after it's all over, you know, River, are you okay? I swallowed a bug. You know, uh, she's in that that scene where they're walking through the bank, mm-hmm. and she's walking, and the one guy is starting to whatever, and she just puts her hand out. Oh yeah, and Zoe looks at her and kind of gives her that inquisitive whatever, and she just gives her that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> I, I really think that, and, and that's a testament to Summer Glau. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, she Summer Glau was a ballerina previous to, yes. to doing so, all this, and the fight sequences yeah. she did on her own. Right, they're yeah. all dance. It's all it's all dance choreographed. Exactly. Uh, when she was in Angel, she played a ballerina. Right. That in that episode, and and it's one of those things that all of that dance uh, background she has comes in perfect, especially uh, the fight in um, the in the bar in Serenity. Yes. All yeah. of that is like, oh, I'm sitting, I'm sitting and watching it. It's like, this is beautifully choreographed. Yeah. I mean, this is beautifully, because there's, first off, there's no way that 90 pounds Summer Glau is kicking the crap out of that many people. Okay. Right. <laughs> that, that is just not happening. And then when she fights the Reavers at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, it's still kind of one of those things where it's like, All come right. on, seriously, guys. So, a, so you've already brought it up. We've touched back and forth on it. Let's go ahead and start talking about the movie a little bit because that's... No, there's so much more about the show that I want to talk to you before we get to the movie. <laughs> so talk it all about builds. it. Because right, well, I think Gas is one of my... I don't got a Gas is great. You know, with oh, the, yes. um, when, we, when they first meet Wash and Zoe doesn't like him, yep. you know, yep. and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He just he, he makes... He, Safe is, is one of my favorite episodes. Safe is a great episode. Um, because then you get a little bit more backstory on... Shepherd book and that ident card. Yes, yep. that's what I was going to get to. Earlier. Yeah, the last episode in order, mm-hmm. uh, objects, in space, objects in space. When Jubal Early comes on the ship and yep. he's talking something, and they say, well, "So that's what?" The second appearance of him too. No, that's that's the only appearance of Jubal Early. Yeah, I thought Jubal yeah. was in another. One. No, no, no. Okay, Jubal, right. Jubal Early comes in in the comics later. Oh, okay, that's okay, what okay, it okay, is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Who was it? Some I think it was Zanara. Yeah, said something or you know it was like you know uh, he said something about his code or whatever. And he she's like, so your code allows you to to uh, to beat up shepherds. And he's like, that's no shepherd. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. like one of those things that like Jubal Early is an interesting character because he knows stuff that he shouldn't know. You know, and well, that's but then again, so does Shepherd Book. Yeah, but know. but it's one of those things. But you know, even that, and then like whenever again, I think it was was it safe where he got shot, and yeah. they go to the Alliance, and they're like, we you know we can't do this, whatever, and he's like, my ID card or ID card, and he gives it to him. They're like, get him up here now, get him in, a, get him in a, a room, get him in surgery. But it's like, yeah, yep. what's going on here? You know, Brother and stroke. One of the yep. comic books is called A Shepherd's Tale. Okay, that is goes in and tells some of his backstory well and And i I think that that whole element of having a holy man that is more than what he perceives he obviously was not a holy man to begin well okay that's 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 been used a lot in other movies Um, one of my favorite ones pale rider yeah you know that's that's what that movie is about is Mm -hmm. basically it's a guy who says he's even referred to as preacher through the whole thing right you know, um, there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago called Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes. Where it has, yeah. you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. playing a, a preacher who's not what he appears to be. Right. right. Yeah. So I think that's that's a very intriguing way to go about it. And where those other ones kind of really, I don't want to say spoiled it by telling mm-hmm. you what it was. Yeah. I you know, like the fact that you don't well, find that out. And about they, had, the they had, even before this book, this comic had yeah. come out. In the movie. Um, Mal is having a conversation with him about this agent that's coming yeah. after him, and okay. Shepherd Book is laying it out what's going to happen. Right, right. He about goes, the operative, he yeah. goes, I wasn't always a shepherd. He's right. Like, You're going to have to tell me about like, that. No, I'm point. not. He yeah. goes, No, I don't. Right, exactly. And we do find out that he was he's former Alliance. He was a right. A, for lack of a better term, he was a police officer that right. worked for them, and some stuff went sideways, and he left. You know. Um, and that's all. That's all I'm going to leave yeah, it there because okay. it's a, um, the. 
Xander's having fun in there. Uh, the episode Shindig. Yes. With the which, party. Which, which we talked about. And all of... Oh, and that, what's his name was in that, that episode? Uh, he was in Darkman, and he was on L.A. Law. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. You know who I'm um, talking about. I can't think uh, of his name, but I, I know. Yeah, you about. know exactly who I'm talking about. Plays the villain in Darkman. Yeah, Man. yeah. No. Um, that whole deal is because, you know, they're trying to get a... He's trying to get a job, right? But it's not exactly a legal job. Basically, he he has some some cattle he wants to get off planet, but and he can't do the it. Planet legally. laws don't let him. Right. Sell so they're trying planet. to. But he because um, Inara's client is a total dickwad, <laughs> um, and um, and and that guy doesn't like him. Right. Mal punches him, so he's like, hey. <laughs> you messed up his face, so therefore you're all right with me. If you survived, <laughs> if you survived the duel tomorrow, you can have my business. There you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, you know, it, there's there's a whole kind, there's all kinds of stuff. You know, Kay, at that when Kaylee's sitting there, and uh, you know, the girls are insulting her, and then that other guy comes over and and basically says, "Hey, uh, that's a nice dress you got on too." But yeah, and your dad says it doesn't take anything for a young boy to get it off of you. Yeah. Whatever. And they all leave, and then Kaylee's got a whole group of guys that are, and she's talking about engines, and they're. Just just like enamored and with her, her. Like, <laughs> on her every word absolutely absolutely <laughs> there, there's there's all kinds of stuff like that that you know that just that happens janestown okay oh bring yeah. it up bring it up <laughs> jay <laughs> you know what the song is not even the anywhere like in the, no, probably my top 10 statue. favorite stuff in that sh- in that episode <laughs> the okay statue is my favorite the, the statue the the Simon, this is what it feels like to go insane. <laughs> Wash, I want to go to the crappy uh, crappy planet where I'm a hero. <laughs> no 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 no. This must be what it no, feels like. This to be must be what it feels insane. like to go. <laughs> oh my god! And what I love is Jane singing his own song. Yes, hero Canton, when they call me. <laughs> And let's, oh yeah. Can we talk about Adam Baldwin for just a moment? Adam Baldwin is so great in this show. That guy, I had no, I, I'd seen him in other roles. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you know, he usually plays either the straight man or the heavy, right? And the fact that he they plays, they let him comedy, play, in but this, he played, huh? yeah. But that, that comedic element came out on this in this show so many times. Now let's go be the bad guys. Oh, yeah, that, that's in the movie though. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, but no, I mean, just it? through all of these little elements that show up, it's just absolutely perfect. <laughs> And this guy plays it to the rafters. When Nora has the female client, Jane's like, I'll go be in my bunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then that comes back around later, and he's like, I'll be in my bunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many of those little... Oh, dude, okay, let's talk about Jane for a second. All right, talk to um, me. What's the episode? I forget. The, the one where they go to uh, Persephone, and Simon has them sneak into the hospital so he can do the, the scan. Yes. yes. And Jane Ariel? sells them out. Ariel. Yes, yeah. Ariel. Let's name it. And Jane sells them out. Yes. At the end of that, that whole exchange between him and Mal, because Mal knows what happened yeah. like, and yep. like leaves him in the, in the airlock. And he's like, what are you going to tell him? He's like, don't, don't tell him what I did. You know, tell, you know, make up something. I don't care. Just don't, right. you know, it's that whole like, yeah, Jane's not the smartest guy, 
But is he? I mean, because there's moments where he seems like he's a hell of a lot smarter than he lays on. I get that, but he. But I mean, he sums it up fairly well with the, the money I, was too good. I, I mean, got that's stupid. I know the money was too exactly. Good. You know, but that whole with him saying, you know, don't tell him what I did. You tell him, I don't care. Tell him anything. Just don't tell him what I did. Right. You know, is even though he had just been a scumbag, it actually showed that he did care what people thought about him at yeah. least you know well and yes, well, you kind of get that and the, the same thing james is jamestown where he's giving that speech of like why'd you do that that's dumb you don't people don't just drop money you know, right for, yeah. for the good of, of whatever you know and even like the, the when him and mal are talking yeah at the end why'd that it, guy do why'd that? he do that why'd he, he jump like, in front i should yeah. have taken that shotgun i know i mean and it's one of those things where he's he, really he, kind of having this for lack of a better term this come to jesus moment he of, doesn't you know, understand he hasn't had the moral background and that's exactly up jane is completely amoral yeah okay he's not bad he's not good he's just amoral he's you know? true neutral he is he he's like dude you pay me the money i'll go do it yep you know this is you know somebody else pays me more money i'll go do that you know that that's just kind of where he is and what he does he's loyal as long as the money's coming in and well, yeah i, I think yep. his his moral compass kind of points the direction of wherever the cash is basically mm-hmm. so but and, you know, and you can kind of see that growth a little bit over. Oh the yeah, you see it episode happen, yeah. because yeah. he starts to, his heart starts to grow a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, like, like the Grinch. Oh, I was about to say a nice Grinch reference. Yeah. When when Simon finds out what happened, yeah, <laughs> he's got him in the in the medic bay, and he's got him paralyzed. Kind of he's paralyzed. We can't. He's yep. like, he's holding. He can't move, and all this kind of stuff, and blah blah blah. And so he tells him that he knows right and he's going through you know he's like as long as you're as long as you're under my care i'll never do anything to harm you you know and, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then river with that nice little tag she goes and oh yeah i can kill you with my brain <laughs> and the look on adam baldwin's face is just like <laughs> yeah so there was actually an episode that was written where Jane was going to go up against Mal for the captain. There was a suggestion for it. There was yeah. a couple. Of there were a couple them. of them. There was that one. There was one about feral dogs that like River was going to tame or something. Yeah, and there were a couple other. They got into. I know Gina Torres had said that she had thought that you know her and that that Zoe and and Wash might have. A, a kid, yeah, which they get into in the comics, which is actually in canon. It happens after Serenity. Uh, she was pregnant, and then there was she one, and then she had the baby after yeah. all that. Oh. And then there was one where um, uh, Inara was supposed to be like gang raped by Reavers. Yeah, I'm glad they never did that one. Me too. You know, now they set it up yeah. in that second episode or third episode where it was the right. the um, I forgot where they the, the one that the, they found that ship that it, that the Reavers had ravaged, yeah. and the one guy went crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh no 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 no! It was in Serenity. It was in the it was a pilot episode. Because right. they because that's the first time we hear about Reavers, you know, and she's got that needle, and they yeah. set up that whole like what is she the in case of emergency break glass kind of we thing. also you know there's in well and she's supposed to have some kind of like she's got a terminal disease. she's got a terminal illness she's yeah. like she's dying yeah because she even says um who is it she's talking to it's in the I think it's in the first episode it is so. And somebody says something about dying, or I don't want to die this way, and she's like, I don't want to die at all. Right. And so that's kind of it's stuff that we've gleaned over the year from, from interviews and and the, this and that. Again, also with the comic books right. of of um, and also I did not know this until this week, and it just so happened that I had a bunch of Audible 
uh, credits mm-hmm. that I am now using. There are seven yes. Firefly novels that have come out in the last three years really? that are all canon. Yep. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Seven of them. Since January 2018 is yep. when the first one came out. And the newest one just came out earlier this year. Well, and there was actually also a video huh. game for a short time. There was an MMO that never got yeah. off the Firefly ground. Online. Well, there's uh, also an RPG. There is an RPG. It was a wedding gift from my DM of my long-standing Star Wars D20 game. There is also a Firefly shiny dice game yes. that I have right here. Oh, yeah. Um, these three, they were... They were uh, miniseries comic books. Yes. The first one is called uh, Those Left Behind, which came out, which actually takes place... in 2006. It it takes place between Objects in Space and the movie, Serenity. Right. Gotcha. Um, And it basically is telling how Book and Honora left Serenity. It's basically filling in that story. Then there was Better Days... Which, 2008? Eight, yeah, somewhere there. Which takes place before that. Somewhere in the, right. the, the this run of the, of the TV series. Okay. It's actually really good. It is, this is really good. Those Left Behind, I have mixed feelings on. It's good, but it's not great. Butter Days is great. Okay. I mean, it is like, right. I remember when this was released and was it, what did you say, 2008? Is that when it was? 2010. I'm sorry, uh, Better Days was 2008. 2008. I remember sitting and reading that first issue that came out and literally putting it down going, I hate <laughs> that this show is not still on the air. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. this captured those characters so well. I was like, this this made me hate Fox all over again. Right. I mean, just like okay. then there was the Shepherd's the Tale, Shepherd's Tale, which was 2010, right? Um, and then there is uh, Leaves on the Wind. Well, you also forgot about uh, Serenity Float Out and Serenity Downtime. Those two and the other half. All of those, I do not believe are canon. No, they are canon. They are. Yep. According to everything I could find, said those were also canon. That's the ones that are on. Um, was it on, not Oni Press, but on? They weren't. They're not. They're not uh, Dark Horse. I know no, all the Dark, Dark Horse, Horse stuff. Yeah. It was they, they. They came out after these books, right? They were, and they were I was out. not aware that those were actual canon. I thought they were like a redo, kind of like what they did with Buffy after no, they, they did, did them all as that stuff. They're, they're canon, but they're one shots. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Then I'll have to go. But this, these are all the Dark Horse books. Right. Yeah, Leaves on the Wind takes place after the movie. Yeah, and Jubal Early comes back. The operative comes back. They deal with Wash's death, with Zoe having a baby now. See, I don't know that I can handle this book. With Mal and Inara now having a relationship. They always had a relationship. No, they have a relationship. Yeah. Oh, they're full-on. Yes, they're full-on relationship. Mm-hmm. Of course, Simon and, and Kaylee yep. are in a relationship. Jane's not on the... not on Because they're all wanted by the Alliance after what happened. At, you know. Well, yeah. Uh, it's really funny because I was rereading some of this earlier today. The opening segment of the of the first book is basically television and, and talking heads. You know, like, oh, we're really going to believe you know that wave that came through. You know, this is obviously you know it's 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 propaganda against the alliance and blah blah blah. 
so prescient for today of, right. <laughs> of like <laughs> all right so let's um, go ahead and get started on the movie because there's okay, a lot to unpack there is a well. ton to unpack on the movie so um <clears throat> let me go over the stats here serenity okay came out in 2005 hold on before we get there yes okay so when this thing was canceled yes joss whedon went to fox and said i want this show yeah. If you're not going to do something with it, let me have it because I want to go and shop it to somebody else, which he did go and shop it to a couple other networks and nobody wanted to pick it up. Right. Because they said, and the reason was they said, there's no way we could. There's do no this. way. We, yeah, exactly. So he wrote the treatment for the movie. Right. And took it to Paramount. Was it Paramount? Universal. Or Universal did it. Yeah. Not Fox, but it was, no. but it was one of those things where they were like, yeah, okay, we'll allow this. That's fine. You can yeah. take it to Universal. Um, completely one of those things that doesn't happen for a television show that did not last no. for you know a full season no. you know type thing that's why that that, that documentary is called done the impossible because it's all about how the biggest one of the biggest things that happened was the movie came out it did okay but then dvd box sets became a thing hang on yep we'll get to that we'll get to yeah that. i have notes on that yeah so that is Freaking amazing when you start looking at some of this stuff. So, as I said, movie came out in 2005. Yes. Uh, directed and written both by Joss Whedon. Yes. Um, released it, officially August 22nd mm-hmm. was the EIF, which was the, the international one. Right. In the U.S., it was September 30th. Mm-hmm. Budget was $39 million. Box office was forty point four. So it, it, it made its budget. It made its budget, but you know, that was about it. That's about all it did. Because really the only people that went to go see was this people movie were already fans of were it. People I that were <laughs> obsessed with the show. Now here's the I'm thing. I'm raising my hand because I, yeah, I was one of those. I, well, I did not go to the theater, I obviously, because I did not know so. it at that point. So but yeah. So here's a couple of things that I thought was kind of interesting. Initially It actually did well that first weekend though, didn't it? Well, Wasn't it like hang, number two or something? Hang on. Yeah. I'm getting to it. When they did principal photography on this, they were going to originally list it at 80 days, uh, usually about 12 to 14 hours a day, and we're originally going to give it a budget of $100 million. Well, if they did that, Universal was going to kind of take over the show, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. So what Whedon said was, you know what, I can do it in half, but okay. I t- retain all the rights. So they literally filmed this movie in 50 days 10-hour sessions a day for that budget. Mm-hmm. So that's why it does, and, and you have to admit, it does kind of feel very sparse. It, There's yes, not a yeah. whole lot of special effects in this. There's not a whole other than practical ones. Right. Now, they were able to use the original uh, set yes. for the, 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 the ship and everything like that. So those types of things, there was a lot of continuity on this. So you didn't really see, I know a lot of times if you see stuff that goes from TV to movies, sometimes they have like a different, setting or whatever mm-hmm. didn't really do that and it was filmed the same way that the series was filmed it was basically a, a two-hour episode TV episode yeah. tv episode but they also were trying what he had said was that it was basically this is season two yeah you know uh, uh compressed down into it's okay this is the overarching storyline without yeah. all the other stuff to go along with it you know because it is it's all about the alliance coming after river yeah. Right. You know, that's and so the original release in this was in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and it was released in August 22nd, 2005, sold out in 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. They released two more showings of it, sold out in 24 hours. That's how 
extremely popular this was overseas. Yes. When it came to the U.S., it didn't do quite as well. Right. This had such a huge... And, and we mentioned earlier that there were a couple of episodes that never got released in the U.S. Right. They were released overseas. So they got a lot more of those episodes. That was Heart of Gold, and what was the other one? Uh, there was like two or three of them. There, uh, there were two episodes that were... Hold on. It's, it's right here on the back of this thing. There was actually three. There was Trash, The Message, and Heart of Gold. Trash. Yeah. Those never got released in the U.S. Okay. Um, but uh, there was also something that was kind of the precursor to this was what was called Session 416. And Session 416 was also called the RTAM Sessions. There were five little short videos that was essentially River being interviewed by a therapist. The therapist was Joss Whedon. Oh, nice. So, And they used this to kind of promote everything with it. Now, as you mentioned, it didn't do great in the box office. However, once this puppy went to home video... First off, it was the first, the the movie was first released on HD DVD in April 18, 2006. It was the first Universal Studios film released in HD. That's huge. Hmm. Nice. Up until that point, they had never released anything in HD. Um, they did a, and you'll love this, in January 2007, it was the first full resolution rip of an HD DVD to show up on BitTorrent. <laughs> That makes perfect sense. Of though. course, it makes <laughs> perfect sense. Yeah, it makes well, but I mean, I can only imagine how long that would have taken to download from BitTorrent. Yeah, that point. But this thing definitely developed its life afterwards. Because, like you said, Alan, you know, you didn't see this when it was original run or in the theaters. You saw it afterwards because a friend of a friend told you. Mm-hmm. Dave, you're kind of the exception to the rule where you actually saw it on the first run. Oh, and, yeah. in the theaters, and and I mean, that's, I was the same way with Chuck. Yeah, I, I watched watch, Chuck from the beginning all the way. I, yeah, I didn't see the last season of it until after it was off the air. Uh, I watched it like I binged it one yeah. night, but I did watch Chuck from day one. Oh yeah, up until all yeah. the way through the fourth season. And um, well, and we we talked a little bit about the livelihood that this this series and this movie has had after its cancellation. Yes, I mean you know aside oh from the God. rabid rabid fan base for many, many years, even to, to, to this day. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's made so many reappearances in other works. Oh, absolutely. Which I find so funny, especially in... Well, mainly because of the characters that were in the show. Well, the I characters mean, that were in the show that went on to other acting gigs, but... I mean, Nathan Fillion's the biggest... Oh, he loves the oh, show. Well, yeah, hang on. They all love the show. I mean, show. he's that's the one that's the constantly making references oh, yeah. to it. Well, in Castle, he, he dressed yeah. as, as Mal. Well, well, he, I mean, no, was, no, no, no. He didn't dress as Mal. It was a space cowboy. But it was the space actual. cowboy. And his, and his daughter said, didn't you wear that five years ago? Yeah, I know. I love that. <laughs> and it was uh, he, the actual costume. He yeah. speaks Chinese. Yes. And when they asked him where he learned, he said from a TV show he used yes, to love. Yes, I know. Um, oh, God, what was the other? The two-by-two finger motions with the gloves. Apparently, there's a spy in that called Serenity. That he's always been yeah. trying to find out about. Yeah. Um, he's used phrases like shiny and special hell Absolutely. and stuff like that. Um, there's a couple of others that I thought was really interesting. There's a webcomic uh, called uh, uh, XKCD. Mm-hmm. They kind of shot it in the foot and they said something to the, they had this thing called the truth swell and the uncomfortable truth swell. Mm-hmm. Somebody dropped a coin in the, untru- the comfortable truth swell and a comic came up and it said, um, for a universe that's supposed to be half Chinese, Firefly sure didn't have any Asians. <laughs> Makes sense. That's uh, true. In community. <laughs> yeah. Communi- oh, uh, sure, community. Troy and Abed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They actually had an agreement that if one of them dies, that the other one would stage it to look like a suicide caused by the cancellation of Firefly in the hopes <laughs> that they would restart it. 
<laughs> but if we're going to talk about this being celebrated on any TV show, yes. you got to talk about the Big Bang Theory. Absolutely. This had so many throwbacks and nods to Firefly, mm-hmm. starting with the roommate agreement. Mm-hmm. The, and Sheldon yeah. and, and Leonard had it in the roommate agreement that Friday nights were always going to be dedicated to watching Firefly because Sheldon believed it would last for years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the second season, Summer Glau shows up mm-hmm. on it. and I think As Rod, herself. Yeah, as herself. And Rod on a tries, train. tries on to train. hit on her on a train. It does not go well. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, the Nathan Fillion is on there, and they're trying to convince whether or not it's Nathan Fillion. Yeah. He and, tells him at first he's not him. And then he says he is. And he says he you is. Know, yeah, just, no, it goes no. back and forth. I mean, it's so... No. These actors that were on this show mm-hmm. love so much to play off of this and I, you could tell i mean when they were filming this oh and all the conventions that they oh god did yes. over the well, years con man still about do that it i know and, and i mean that was it. con man was a, a web series that was created by tudic and um, co-produced by Fillion. right it's basically nothing more than them going to different cons and talking about the the cult science fiction experience right and you know the entire cast for the most part show up on there including whedon yeah. so I, I, just, I know when i was the 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 future the three years that I'd went to Dragon Con yes you know, Ron Glass was there oh yeah um Fillion and, and Tudic was there yeah. um uh Summer Glau was there one year yep. um I'm trying to think I don't think any of the rest of the- Gina Torres has gone a couple of times I I don't think she was there any of the years that I went yeah. um. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like the, and the, Baldwin. Baldwin's shown up a couple of times. Yeah, not, not I think, at, uh, at that one, but he's no, done. No, they've all done. Yeah, I mean, all of them have done the conventions, you know, circuit for years. Or they did it for years. I know they don't do them quite as much anymore because they got other projects and right. kids and that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up before we get out of here, because uh, you m- mentioned the message. Yes. Uh, which is one of the episodes that didn't, you know, that's where we were introduced to Tracy, which was one of their war buddies. Yeah. Right. That actor, Jonathan M. Woodward. Yes. Uh, that played Tracy. He's not in the OC, is he? No, okay, but good. he had the trifecta of Whedon shows. He Did he in, hit the trifecta? He was in Buffy. Okay. He was in, uh, he played a vampire that, they, right. In an episode, he comes back and Buffy's fighting him, and then and they apparently had gone to, to school together. They knew each right. other, oh. and he was kind of psychoanalyzing her throughout the whole thing. Of course, he's the vampire; he's trying to kill her, you know. Sure. Then he was in this, and then he was on Angel in the fifth season. He played Knox, okay, which was uh, he worked for Wolfram and Hart. This is when they took over Wolfram and Hart, and I know you guys were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But <laughs> if you've watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, he, he works in the lab with Fred. He's the reason that Fred becomes Illyria. Because he was okay. an acolyte of Illyria, and he infected her with Illyria's virus, which essentially killed Fred. Gotcha. And so it's one of those things. Every he in all three of the episodes, he well, winds up playing a scumbag in all of yeah. you know. And it's just like you well, know. And Whedon but, loves to recast his. Oh, his absolutely. Too, so. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like I said, Fillion wound up on Buffy after this. Was yep. uh, Torres wound up on Angel after this? Wow, was in yeah. one. And, you know, it's just kind of was. Uh, Adam Baldwin was on Angel after this. Yeah, he was. He was. In season five. About that. Yeah. Um, the message, there's a quote from that that I have used many times over the years. Let's go be bad guys? No. Okay. In the message. No, that's I know. That's I just keep throwing it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, the, it's the actual message that Tracy left for them. Okay. We said, you know, when you can't run anymore, you crawl. When you can't crawl, you get someone to, to, to carry you. You know, and that has been something that I have used many times over the years of... 
we've all been in that situation. Right. Or we've been the person who has to pick up the other person and carry them or whatever, you know. Right. And uh, that's a... I don't know from watching the... um, I love you too, buddy. Hold on. We're we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. Um, (laughs) Xander had to come in. Uh, Of course, my son Xander named for a Whedon character from Buffy, you know. Um, Where was I? Oh, in the message. When they were recording that, they had already been... When they were were, uh, filming that episode, they had already been canceled. Yeah. So the episode or, or the scene where they're having the wake, the Irish wake, where they're telling war stories about Tracy, where they're sitting around the the. Um, I think I remember that scene. In that the, scene, dinner table, in the dinner table, the dinner table, and they're telling all the stories. And and they said was one of those things. They they literally filmed that right after they found out they were canceled. Oh wow! And so they kind of looked at that as a. Kind of a moratorium. As a, as a wake for the show. Right. Now, one of the other things that came out of this that some people in the beginning when the, when, when the story first came out were kind of like, yeah, yeah, but then Alan Tudyk straight up said, no, this is, I did this. And out of gas, you remember it was that whole thing whenever Mal sends them off in the shuttles. Right. And yeah. Wash spits up that button like, hey, and he says, you know, when you get your miracle, hit this button and we'll all come back. We'll all come running, you right. know, to come back here. When they found out they when uh, when Joss Whedon told everybody that they were canceled. they were canceled, but that he was working on getting the you know, after after all the principal photography was over and everything, and he was like, "Hey, I'm working on getting the show going again. I'm going, I'm going to do something." Right. Alan Tudyk went and got that button and brought <laughs> it back to him and said, "When you get your miracle, you you hit this button and we'll all come running back." Nice. Yeah, and. Serenity happened, well, you know, I mean, and it's uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why. And, and he, Joss Whedon killed him <laughs> for that loyalty. And Dave's not upset about that at no. all. I'm still, <laughs> if I see Joss Whedon, I may you slap know, him in the face for killing Wash and killing Book. Here, that's has been Joss Whedon's, as he called it, his his uh, his funny trick that he's done many times in many different things. He killed Tara and yep. He killed Tara. He killed um um. Well, yeah, you know, that was one of the things. You know, like, he killed Buffy. Well, but um, but well, yeah. But I'm talking about like in the second season of of Angel, or in the second second season of Buffy. Okay, mm-hmm. when they killed Jenny Calendar, I remember watching that show and being like, no, they they didn't kill her. Son of a bitch, they killed her, you know? And then it was, they killed Joyce. They killed Tara. You know, it was one of those things. They they killed um, they killed um, um, Anya at the end. You know, it's like they, it's like one of those things where it's like, he has no problem. It's like, if, if you love a character in a Joss oh, yeah. Whedon it's property, he's going to kill them at some point. Jenny Callender, didn't she make frozen foods? <laughs> That's Marie Callender. That's Marie Sorry. Callender. Sorry, it was her sister. You know, and, and, and again, okay. same thing. In, Pretty good spaghetti, though. There you go. Same thing in Angel, you know? Right. They killed, um, or he killed, um, Fred turned into Illyria, you know, type. But then he killed uh, Wesley at the end of that show, you know, and ultimately killed um, uh, Gunn as well, you know. And then with this, whenever he comes into the into the movie, he kills Book, and then he kills. (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's like, 
damn you, you know, he, he killed Coulson in the, yeah. and, and you know, uh, um, and when he was writing the Astonishing X-Men, he killed Kitty Pride. Yep. you know, him. I mean, it's one of those I things where it's just like, that's his, I hate him. Hey, if, if, if you like something that I'm working on, one of your characters you love is going to this die before it's over. This is a guy that watched Transformers the movie far too many times, <laughs> yeah. and he's still pissed off about Optimus Prime dying at the end of it, so, you know. I hate him. I hate him. I know, but, right. you know, I hate and him. let's touch on one more thing before we get out of let's here. Let's not okay. touch on anything. Yeah, you know, there were, of course, all the stories that came out about Whedon, you yes. know. Everyone in this cast has done multiple interviews since all that stuff came out, and every single one of them has said, that didn't happen on our set. Like, right. We never saw anything right. like that whatsoever. I don't know everything that happened. Uh, I've heard plenty. I've heard plenty of interviews. There was a book that came out earlier this year about Buffy and Angel that, and all the cast the stories on gave that. stories about what happened in that. Again, you got to go with. I always knew there was something with Charisma Carpenter with her being fired off of Angel in season four that there was some kind of whatever. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that it finally all came out of what happened. Right. And well, I'll, uh, there's some there's some other stuff. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. Here's what it comes down to. I think we can all generally agree that Joss Whedon's not the best person in the world. Okay. Right. Agreed. Dave already hates him, so. <laughs> the thing about it, though, is kind of like I always say about music. If I stop listening to music that's made by scumbags, I won't listen to any good music. Here's, so it's <laughs> here's the way I look at it. Hang on, hang on. I, I, I'll put this in a different light. Yeah, and, and I think you can, can separate the artist from the from the the work. You in, know, in it's this a, situation, mm-hmm. just like in any in, in in most movie or TV situations, that was one component of it right now that being said you look at every other component in that cast oh. and the way that that was put together the stories the music the, the the imagery all of those other things that's what made this show and these stories mm-hmm. great i forgot one he killed penny in dr horrible sing-along blog oh yeah at I the forgot end about of that that. <clears throat> that as well yes again but, it's one of those things is what he does you know, uh, what's his name? Voltaire. You know, the, the, the Voltaire, singer yeah. had that song called Joss Whedon is evil. <laughs> and it was all about all the characters. That Little he did he know. Off, you know, it's true. <laughs> Little did he know. It's true. But, you know, when I look at this, I kind of look at this as like, you know, Harvey Weinstein movies, you know, or any of these other ones where you have I know, a horrible, I know. horrible human of, being. There's, there's plenty of examples. Exactly. You know? That played a, a component in that. But it wasn't the only component. Now, are most Harvey Weinstein movies complete garbage to a degree? However, with it depends ju- on the Joss look. Whedon products, there's a lot of Joss Whedon products that I am still going to look back on fondly. Firefly yeah. is a perfect example. I have no problem going back and watching Firefly or Buffy or Angel or right. or Doctor Horrible. Right. I loved the Nevers that was on HBO. That was the show that he was running right before he got all this yeah, stuff I never happened. Saw it. I liked it. It was really good. It has Joss Whedon's fingerprints all over it. It was you know? okay. I liked it. I think it was just more just potential there for it going for if they right. ever brought it back. But okay. Well, to summarize, just on Firefly, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about Joss Whedon. No, we're but, but we had to kind of touch on. No, it. No, absolutely. You know, we, could, a, yeah. we couldn't be blind to just it. Just as a, yeah, we all know what happened or what was said happened. So. Dave, what's your final thoughts on this series? Other than they killed Wash. They should not have killed Wash. Okay. Or Book. Okay. and Or Mr. Universe. Yeah. Yeah, because they killed me, Mel. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> killed me with a killed sword. Me dead. Yeah. yeah. Killed me with a sword. I love this show. Are you okay. kidding oh, me? Yeah. I've okay. always loved this show. I, I watched it from day one. I, I love most of the movie. I don't like the ending. <laughs> you know something we didn't touch on? What? No, and it's it's actually very important. This is this is a this is probably a, a solid four and a quarter wow. showbiz token. I think that's probably me. your highest score so far. Yeah. That's solid. All right. Well, while well, Alan's still looking something up. No, I've got it right here. Oh, go ahead. We did not talk about two people that appear in Serenity that are very important. Who's that? Um I apologize. I know I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, is that oh, his name? Uh, that plays uh, the operative, yes. who is a gr- and fantastic actor. Oh, yes, and, he is. and Oscar nominated. Yes. I think he actually won that kind of stuff. But also Sarah Paulson. Oh, I forgot about Sarah Paulson. Because she's, yeah, yeah, she's the, she's right. the, like when, the yeah. when they get the wave, you know, at that, you know, Sarah Paulson's going to do all kinds oh, of yeah. American Horror yeah. Story stuff yes. and everything, yes, you know. Yes. Uh, um, I think, and then also uh, David Crumholtz played Mr. Universe. Oh, David you know? Crumholtz is awesome. He, I love him. He, again, he was in Freaks and Geeks. Yes. He was on Numbers. He's he's been in a whole bunch of That's stuff. That's probably my favorite. He was role an anchorman. Of his. Yeah, he was an anchorman. He's in so, a whole bunch of stuff. That, oh, did you ever see show his show, numbers. Partners? Yes, that show was. I hate that that only lasted one right. season. That show was so funny. Anyway, but yeah, great so, cast, great all that stuff. I'm. This gets my. My very rare five out of five wow. tokens. Okay. It really does. Okay. Um, I even, you know, even the worst episode or mini comic or whatever of this right. of this property is better than the best episode of most anything else. Okay. That's okay. Fair. There, there are other exceptions, you know. Right. Um, even you know, like. Objects in Space is not my favorite episode of Fire, of Firefly, okay? But it's infinitely more watchable than a lot of stuff that had made it in the last 20 years. True. Um, if you ever want to see something really funny, go on YouTube and look up the Family Guy clip when they come back. Oh, they back. talk about all the shows. When that, they come back yes. about, well, you know, are, are we been canceled? Do you think we'll ever come back? And they go through the whole list of stuff that was canceled. Firefly is being one of them. Herman's Head. Herman's Head. Uh, 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 is it True Calling? True Calling again. Yeah. <laughs> was it Andrew, Andy Richter Saves, Andy Saves the World? The world. Yeah. Um, uh, Quintuplets. Uh, yes. you know, they go through all these shows that like, okay. yeah, none of them did well. But it's true. Right. It, it, it is in that... Why but, did you cancel this? Why would you not bring it back? Right. I honestly believe that Fox refused to bring this show back because they knew they fucked up and they didn't want to admit That's it. Possible. You yeah. know? All right. So my final thoughts on this one. I have a love-hate relationship with this series, and I'll okay. tell you why. I adore the... Concept. It's okay to be wrong. No, no, no. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Dave's giving you a look over there. You'll understand when I explain. I, I adore the look, the feel, the sounds, the characters, those elements of it. As a show, I adore it. The thing that makes me so angry about it and so frustrated by it and just makes me hate it all the more is the fact that there were so many cool ideas for storylines that they dropped that never came to fruition. And it's just like... But, but but what happened with this or what happened with that? And you've got I mean it's it, in a way going back it reminds me a lot of Lost. Yeah, where you because have so many different they didn't get another season to go back and touch. I on. understand that, but that's what frustrates me about it right. is that these are things that could have gone on to make this even better 
than what it was. I remember what I was by continuing those stories. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's your rank? Which but what's your? I would say how many showbiz tokens from rewatchability from look of it. I'd give it a solid four and a half. Okay. I'm not going willing to give it a full five, just because of the fact that you know there's too many loopholes. There's too many un you know. Elements there was a lot of potential that yes. was never fulfilled, because and that's what frustrated me. Did because they didn't get it, I know, season. I know. By hook or by crook, I'm taking it as it is. Even in the movie, there was a lot of elements that they did finish, but a lot of elements well, that they never even touched. You know, there were so. some things. You know, the, the Mr. Universe was supposed to be Badger, yes, but they couldn't get that actor back right. to, to play that one. I also believe that had this show been given, well, you know why three they couldn't four, get him back, right? He was on something else. He was get. busy being Crowley on right. Supernatural. Yes, it was. I believe that if this show had been allowed to go four or five seasons or whatever, oh, yeah. there it could have been I something spectacular. Do believe that Christina Hendricks would have become a cast member at some point, I can see that. or at least a reoccurring like, oh yeah, character like even David not Tomos. a full, not yeah, not a yeah. full cast member, but. Right. She comes on the show for a, like a four or five episode a arc stint. every yeah. every couple like every yeah. season or I something that. like that. You know, I could see that very easily. Um, I think Badger probably becomes somebody that they see. You know, it's the whole th- with uh, what's his name, um, um, the the guy that they that in the train job um, that they oh, that hired them. About, yeah, um, I think Nishka. 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 I think yeah. Nishka becomes the. As Joss would say, the big bad of a season, you know, because especially the fact of like they let him go in that second episode. I'll tell you, look, I know we're trying to get out of here. (laughs) When I was watching this initially, every Joss Whedon property, like like with Buffy, like I wasn't fully in on Buffy until until Jenny Calendar was killed in the second season. Right, you know, I was like, oh wow, and that changed me. Where I got on board with Firefly. Was the end of the train job? I could see that when he's sitting there and he's talking to—I can't remember the guy's name. He's uh, Nishka's henchman, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, here's your money back. You tell Nishka that you know that you know they went sideways there, take the money back." Yeah. And he's like, "You know, we don't negotiate." And Mal kicked him into the the engine. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's the type of show we've got here, okay? And then he brings the next guy up, and he goes, okay, here's the money. Guys, like, yeah, yeah, I know. It went sideways. I'll take the money back to him. You know? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's that kind of show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in on this. <laughs> like I said, there's a lot to love in this series. And, and had they just gotten the opportunity to close this out, I think it would have meant that much more to me. But as it is right now, it is definitely a timepiece. It is definitely something that is is universal. I, and like you said, I could go back and watch an episode tomorrow. Doesn't matter. Absolutely, I, I enjoyed going back and rewatching this again. Oh, so yeah. part part of me wanting to do this episode was we suggesting it was the oh it's the 20th anniversary, and the other part of it was no, I want to go back and rewatch the show. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna reach out to our, as we always do, reach out to our listeners, reaching out to our our uh, Discord family, mm-hmm. and you know, tell us your memories on Firefly. Tell us your memories on Serenity. What did you love or hate about this show? What were some moments that you want to scream out? What are some of your favorite lines? You heard us spouting lines left and right. I will say this also. Yes. Of everyone that I've ever introduced this show to since 2007, no one has come away not liking it. I've had a few people come away not understanding it. Not really. I I personally have never had anybody come away not liking it. What kind of mental problems (laughs) they have? (laughs) 
how do you come away from this not understanding it? They just didn't quite grasp every element. I mean, it's space of it. Western. That's it's all you got. Space it's, Western. It's, it's, I mean, once you grasp the concept of space it's not Western, everybody's jam, it's you know. All right, you know. If it's not your jam, you need to figure out what kind of bread you're you're carrying I, around. I, <laughs> I don't disagree all right, with all right. you. I know yeah. we've been trying to get out of here for like ten minutes, and we keep like <laughs> we, we could literally talk about this for another hour, just going through our favorite moments and, oh, yeah. and all the different kind of same character stuff and everything. Um, but yeah, so yeah, go in all the stuff's down in, in the notes, go check it out and, uh, we will see you next time. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, big Dave. And I'm Barry. Like a leaf on the wind. And I am a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Watch, Watch how I soar. See you. Shiny cat. Now sometimes I carry a gun when I roam, though I soar like a leaf on the wind. Puppets and dinosaurs, I'm much more at home as I soar like a leaf on the wind. Now laughter was always my ally in life, and humor has always deflected my strife. It got me through torture, it won me my wife, and I soar like a leaf on the wind. It ain't easy to pilot a ship that can't turn, but I'll soar like a leaf on the wind. see you and I'll soar like a leaf on the wind 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 soar like a leaf